Welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a podcast about not wanting them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross that line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be talking about James's fantasy football hack, fantasy fantasy football. So in two days, the first real episode of our new podcast, uh, an actual play of masks, is going to be going live. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't checked out Protean City yet, I recommend checking it out. I'm mean, we're having a lot of fun with it. It's very. It's just been a delight, and it's so great being able to work with all of our dear friends and uh, just do fun stories. Yeah, and we spent we've spent so much time. Uh, working on characters and building the background and kind of doing a lot of that uh, in private. It's nice mm-hmm. to now have a lot of that stuff. Like they're like in the in the protein. Well, in this feed last week, you everybody heard our um, world building session, which is also in the in the protein city uh, RSS feed. And then if you followed that RSS feed, then uh, on the protein city feed. Uh, for the last last week, every day last week, we had an episode for each of our characters where you got to get to know them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also the voices of our friends who yeah. we've been recording with and hanging out with and playing pen and paper games with. Many of the times when we've told pen and paper stories in the past, uh, they have been with these people. And normally we wouldn't be starting things out. If this is your first episode, we wouldn't be starting things out by advertising another project. Right. It's just that normally we start out by talking a little bit about what gaming we've been doing. And that's the gaming we've been doing. That's the gaming we've been doing. I just uh, I just played a little bit of, Apoc- of Apocalypse World 2nd Edition. Mm-hmm. I really like the changes. I feel like it's been tightened up. The battle moves. That's cool. Felt, as I was reading it, like it was too much and it was just like adding some crunch that didn't need to be there. But I actually kind of loved it. They yeah. really clicked nicely. I had started reading it to prep a game for some friends at work because in the ever-evolving, ever-never-happening <laughs> game with my friends from work, uh, we've now moved on from Dungeon World, and okay. we're now we're going to maybe play Apocalypse World. Okay. And I wanted to take the opportunity to do Apocalypse World 2 yeah. because I've actually never played either of them and i had really? never fully read the actual apocalypse world rule book like really? i read all the playbooks oh, so but i hadn't read the actual wonderful. book and so this was cool to get to read some of that and i really yeah. like the uh, i think we maybe we talked about this in two weeks ago or a couple threat, of four weeks the ago threat map. but the threat map but i love the threat oh map. my god i love the threat map like i last week or whenever it was i guess four weeks ago whenever it was i was sort of like yeah this is a thing <laughs> it's nothing new and it's kind of something new. It's got a certain it's got a certain kick to it that's really really nice. If yeah. I can figure out a way to make it work for Brodian City, I might try to bring that in. Oh, I just had a really cool idea that it would so in in, in Apocalypse World, it's centered around it's a, it's a it's a clock. Yeah. It's around your characters as in mm-hmm. the center as as um as sort of the city or wherever they're hanging out. Yeah. And then it is the like north, south, east, west, where are like in relation to them and near and far, what is going on in those areas. And in, also it also has up and down yeah, and in and, out. in and out, which is like internal conflict versus the psychic maelstrom. Yeah. And and I, and I just had the thought that that would be a really cool as we were because we were talking about um, transposing that to maybe use for Protean City yeah. in, or in a game of masks. And it doesn't quite map super well because yeah. then you like instead of making it north, south, east, and west, maybe making it um, the different districts of yeah. the city. And I was thinking, and that doesn't quite map quite as well. Yeah. But it would map really well to be like 
um, like a Dratus radar for a Battlestar Galactica game. That it absolutely would. <laughs> so, or any kind of a space game where you have a, a space radar. Any game where you're shooting toasters. Yeah. Which Battlestar Galactica, game. Brave Little Toaster, <laughs> just <laughs> anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, 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 enough about all of this nerd stuff. Yeah, stop all this nerdy garbage. <laughs> let's talk about football. Yeah, let's knock the pens and papers and di- dragons and dice <laughs> well, out of these nerds' hands. Not, not all of the dragons. Just, just punch them right in their nerd faces. <laughs> Give them wedgies. So, something that... We don't advocate bullying no, of nope, nerds or not. football jocks. No, and and I think that the the dirty secret that I have learned from my years of hanging out with nerds and jocks is that really they're all the same. <laughs> they just care passionately about different things. Oh, I feel like we should briefly uh, just sort of demonstrate our bona fides. Bona fides? <laughs> How is it said? Bona fideos? <laughs> Los buenos fideos. Okay. The good beans. Just let you... We just got to show our good beans. <laughs> you dig yourself one. Uh, I grew up in a football watching family. Uh, my mom is from Nebraska where, uh, the corn, the Nebraska corn huskers, the college team is the most important thing around third biggest city in Nebraska is Memorial stadium on a game day. So we care very, very, very much about football. And I watched it all through my childhood. Yeah. I've been to his parents' house. Their basement is a giant, big red room. Yeah, it has. I don't think there's a piece of decoration in my parents' basement that is not Nebraska Cornhuskers themed. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got a lot. Um, and I grew up in Connecticut. My dad is a Giants fan, except when they're losing. Um, <laughs> so he's never a Giants fan. And James, <laughs> I'm also a Giants fan. And and I did between high school and college eight years of marching band. I saw every home football game, and also I was on the track team. And yeah. for those of you who do not know, in high school. Uh, what the football players do in the off season when they're not playing football is they all do field because the next best thing to hitting other people uh, is throwing heavy objects. Well, that may have been at your high school. At my, high school, my high school, at my high school on the off season for football, the football players did the musical. Yeah, that because, was true too. Yeah, because because hitting people and throwing people is similar to <laughs> dancing, dancing and, and throwing, throwing people. people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so. For the last two years now, uh, I have been playing fan- fantasy football with some of my coworkers um, because I was looking to get back into football because I, I never really watched pro football. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of wanted to. And I was really interested in the the sort of the numbers and the statistics aspect of it because, again, I'm a huge a nerd. Yeah. Uh, and and so I wanted to see if some of my like number crunching, min-maxing skills from pen and paper gaming could apply to pen to fantasy football. And really the answer is yes. Yeah. It it really does seem to be. Yeah. Because and so, this is my first year doing the fantasy football thing because yeah. they don't really do that for college ball. Yeah. Um not really. If they did, oh my god, I'd be all over it. But uh yeah, getting into getting into some of this is really fun. Mm-hmm. And so in my my uh, putting at windmills quest to eternally try to find a mechanic or a resolution system that isn't just rolling dice or whatever, right. um, I started thinking about could you use the randomness of people because in fantasy football, a lot of what it generates is... Ir- 
what it essentially is, is it's some people being very geeky and collecting a lot of numbers about what a lot of people are doing every week. Yeah, we're looking at you, Nate Silver. <laughs> I am a lot. Yeah, I'm looking at Nate Silver a lot <laughs> and, too. <laughs> um, and so I started, and so 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 here's the story of how this sort of thing that I've I've been working on originated. I'm seeing right now, just looking at your little notebook, that you have a a graph. Yeah, well, that is not that's not for that. That's okay, for, okay. I was really <laughs> worried that you had a graph for this, no. and I was gonna be like, "This is not something no, that this we're whole doing page a graph is for the for. ice haulers game, which does have a graph." Oh, okay, I'm yeah, yeah. No, just this half. Um, and so I had sort of started this as a pitch for a podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> but if you are going to do a fantasy football podcast, it is grueling because you have to do because if you commit to doing yeah. it every week, you've basically got to record on Tuesday and edit on Tuesday and yeah. then release it or and release it before the next Thursday, or it's not relevant anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I started thinking maybe this is a little bit too much because we were launching another podcast uh, to engage in this. But this idea could probably be fleshed out and just be played among friends, not as a podcast, just yeah. as a game. Um, and who knows? Maybe next year. Yeah. And so I started developing this idea for a party game is really yeah. what it is. It's a storytelling game. Um, the closest thing that it sort of comes to um, thematically is is the Extraordinary Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Mm-hmm. It's not really yeah. ha- it's sort of a hack of Baron Munchausen. It's where Baron Munchausen and fantasy football meet. Yeah. If I can actually just very sure. briefly do like a hitting of terms. Okay. There's been all this discussion on Google Plus recently of what is a PBTA game. Okay. And uh, Vincent and McGay have basically said if you wrote your game based off a Powered by the Apocalypse World game and you're into calling it a PBTA game, it's a PBTA game. Nice. If so not, lasers and feelings match. If, if not you, <laughs> the, the, the author of the game gets yeah. to decide if it's PBTA okay. or not. So I think you can decide if this is a hack of Baron Mon Munchausen yeah. or not. Okay, that's fair. Um, and or you so, can say it's PBTA. Yeah, and so, and so, so the, so here's what I've got and what I where I would like to end this episode. Yeah. Which is that what I have right now is a framework. It's a way to look at fantasy football information yeah. and to interpret it. And then how to use those interpret like it tells you how to interpret the data and how to tell a story. Okay. And what I need to decide is do does it need more than that? Like is is right. that enough of a game? Um, or should there be some other thing that you could lay on top of it? Right. Yeah. To give more of a com- a competitive thing, like even Baron yeah. Munchausen has um, wagers and duels and things yeah. where you can like where between the storytelling, uh, you can interject and force people to change their facts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So so here is the concept for this game. Yeah. Which Let's I am currently just calling fantasy fantasy football, but okay. I would like to to find another name for it. Yeah. So the key to fantasy fantasy football is that you have to play fantasy football. Right. Yeah. You Step are one definitely is playing fantasy you have, you have, and, and, and you have to legitimately play fantasy football. And if we can just real quick say fantasy football, uh, basically you have, uh, you recruit the players from the different professional teams and when they play the games, their things they things do, they do in the get game. points. Yes. Yeah. So you like switch people on and off your bench. You might get new people, take other people out, but it's basically just kind of looking at the predicted numbers, looking at 
what you're expecting from them versus different teams and making judgment calls based on that. And then every week you are matched up against one other player in your fantasy league. Right now, you and I are up against each other. And when you and then so then when you you accrue points from your players mm-hmm. over the course of the weekend or from yeah. Thursday, to Monday, Thursday to Monday and then whoever at the end of Monday night has the most points wins yeah that's football right now of. i'm 2 2 and 1 and I'm you're 3, three and 0 oh. yeah so it's going to be end. 3 and 1 and <laughs> 3 and 1 yeah, yeah we're going to be tied soon okay uh and I'm coming for you <laughs> All right. Um, not going to happen. No, it's, it's not. It's um, not going to happen. Okay, so so step one, play fantasy football. Right. You have to have between six to 12 or more friends who are all really engaged in football. So yeah. the, and, and pen and paper games. So they the niche for this is real, <laughs> real narrow. Real tight. Really just it get... might just be Brandon and me. But, or Brandon and I. But uh, okay, so you, you're, play, you're playing... Split those uprights. <laughs> you're, you're playing fantasy football. And... And so you have a team of, of players you have mm-hmm. you have drafted uh, where you all like go around and you choose players one at a time and you have a team. Yeah. So here I th- and I think so this is how I'd like to. So that's that's what you're actually doing. Yeah. And now I'm going to tell you the story okay. of what this is what of what you will be doing. And then I'm going to talk about the players. OK. So the story of what you were doing, the story of the game is that you are nobles. In mm-hmm. a fantasy world. Yeah. Where there are adventurers. Right. And adventurers need to get money somewhere because they've got to buy mm-hmm. equipment. They've got to buy health potions. They've got to buy trips to the the, the clerics. Ale. Ale. Um, and to forget all the pain that they suffer. Yeah. And so the thing that they do is they get backing from rich nobles. Right. And so if you are a rich noble, the thing that you do to gain world renowned is you you finance a group of adventurers. Yeah. And those adventurers go out and they, they delve into dungeons, they fight dragons, they, they capture liches, they do great deeds and they play evil princesses. Yeah. And they bring back a cut of the gold that they, that they earn for yeah, you. Exactly. And, and so it, it works for everybody. And so you and your friends are a group of nobles who are all in the same sort of social circle. Right. And you are, and so it is sort of a, a, a um, you have like gentlemen's bets with each other about who who can be the person who has the best adventuring party. Yeah. Because if your party gets t- totally like wiped out, you've got to be constantly spending money, yeah. uh, finding new fighters and rogues and whatnot. And that's difficult. And also it looks bad because you've you've like you couldn't choose the right the right the right adventurers to be successful. Sir Beckham Jr. got his leg bit off yeah. like. Three weeks ago. Well, don't, don't get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay. but, I, but that is basically where we are going with this. Okay. And so what you are doing then is you, you're the players that you have drafted yeah. in your fantasy league um, become the adventurers in your adventuring party. Exactly. And, nice. and so the, and so basically then you, you play fantasy football mm-hmm. and the idea is that once a week, maybe once every other week, you would get together with your friends, hang out, talk about fantasy football, maybe watch football yeah, and tell the stories and the tales of your adventuring party interpreted through the rule set of the interpreted through the rule set of the game, which sort of gives you some guidelines. Right. I, I think also, and, and this is a little bit of a sidebar, but that this has a lot of potential for, uh, play by post or yeah, ongoing discord chat sorts of games. Yeah. Um, and so, so then here is how I foresaw that you might interpret 
a game like this. And then and we'll also get a little into like um, if you are unfamiliar with fantasy football, but familiar with football, um, here is sort of the rundown of what you would do. Right. Um, so you you a typical fantasy football team has one quarterback, a couple running backs, a couple wide receivers, mm-hmm. a tight end and uh, a kicker and a defense and a flex and a flex position where you can play a bunch of other people. Uh, but the but the player types. OK, not yeah, the yeah. Slots. sorry. The slots change and like our, yeah. our, our the one the league we're playing in is kind of different from a lot of others. Oh, OK. Um, I assumed that, the, that was no like my like my work league doesn't have the wide receiver running back. Oh, sort of okay. flex position. Yeah. In my home, in my work league, we play, you play two running backs and three wide receivers and then one flex position that can be anybody. I would be kobold bait right now <laughs> if that were the case yeah. because my team was a disaster without the flex. Yeah. Um, and so, so here is sort of how I thought about this. Running backs in football are the people who their job is to be handed a football and run around the end of the, the, the group of linemen or straight through a hole. If they've, if the, if the play has opened up a hole yeah. and try to physically carry. So those are the people who are, um, they've got to be pretty strong. They've got to be pretty fast. Uh, and they're, and, and so I had said, interpret those people as, yeah. as fighters and monks. Okay. Because they're the people who are like they're getting up, they're getting down and dirty, they're physically engaging with the enemy. Yeah. And they are carrying the ball to victory. They kind of and 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 they they represent sort of the one of the primary ways that a lot of teams move the ball forward. Yeah. Uh, sort of in the brute force way. Yeah. The Nebraska way. Um, you have wide receivers who are guys who are faster, they're taller, and their job is to kind of get around the edge of the line and get behind into the enemy territory. Mm-hmm. And then when the quarterback throws the ball to them, receive it and keep running. Rangers? And so I was thinking Rangers and Rogues. Okay. Um, Rangers and Rogues and maybe Druids. Uh, okay. I'm not quite sure on where I want to put Druids right now. Okay. But I think that yeah, those are going to be Rangers and Rogues because they kind of range out into the edge of the into the yeah. end of the field. Um, and then you have your tight ends. The tight ends are sort mm-hmm. of like a hybrid. Uh, they do a little bit of running back stuff. They do a little bit of linebacker stuff. They do a little bit of receiver stuff. And so those are your paladins or mm-hmm. your barbarians. They tend to be bigger guys. I was think mostly I think paladins because yeah. they are like they're big guys. They're very physical. They do a lot of blocking, but they also do the the sort of cross classing into receiving. Yeah. Um. But also barbarians because they're big and they and they can rage. Yeah. Um. And then your quarterbacks, they are the sort of the leader of your team. They are organizing what is going on. They are calling plays. So they are your spellcasters. They are your okay, wizards, okay. your clerics, your warlocks, your I sorcerers. I was really worried for a moment that was going to be bards. No, no, no. Okay. Bards are your kicker. Okay. I can you, see that. You've got to have one. you got to have one. They're not going to score you a lot of points. <laughs> you don't need more than one. If you've um, got four of them, you're really got But problems. everyone's really angry at them when they mess up. Oh, yeah. Very angry at the bard when they mess up. <laughs> and then, That actually fits. <laughs> remarkably yeah. well and then so in most fantasy leagues uh you draft an entire team's defense by itself yeah. uh there are leagues where you pick individual players but i like some of the people that i know who are the most into fantasy football don't do that and they think those people are nuts okay so, so you have to kind of be a tier yeah. above where i am in terms of uh interest in football and fantasy football to play that way 
But um, I, I was pushing for that, but only because like all of the yeah. Nebraska Cornhuskers are defensive uh-huh. players. And so the way that I've, I've thought about interpreting the defensive teams is that as you're as you're adventuring, your core adventuring squad are delving deep into the dungeons yeah. to go fight monsters and get gold. You've got to have somebody watching the door to the dungeon to make sure yeah. an, an enemy, uh, an enemy adventuring team doesn't sneak up behind you and kind of kick you in the behind. Yeah. Uh, and so you hire a band of mercenaries to guard that entrance that when they come back up there and they're, and like your, your adventuring team is all beat up. They are not sort of yeah. taken hostage by an enemy adventuring team. Right. And so the kind of the, one of the most tenuous ideas that I've been working on yeah. is the idea that maybe because, because you are drafting the defense by the name of the team. Okay. That maybe the mascot of the team would represent kind of what the band of mercenaries were. Like oh, if you okay. draft the the giants defense, they should be a band of giant <laughs> mercenaries. Or okay. if you draft like the Jaguars defense, it should be like Jaguar warriors. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> the Vikings might be a yeah, good choice. It, well, it, it falls down when you talk about the, the, like the, 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 the dolphins or the Browns. I like, don't see how <laughs> the dolphins fall apart. You've got um, a team of dolphins. Yeah. Uh, and a team of the sentient color brown. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm still working on that. M- maybe that's an ooze. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fitting. We're throwing all the shade enough. in this football episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of it is intentional. Some of it's intentional. Some of it is intentional. Um, that was actually kind so of that's intentional. Kind of, that's the, the rough um, idea that I had. Yeah. That's the that's the core of it. That you interpret that in, in this way, you interpret the player positions yeah. as the different classes and... And then you have a band of mercenaries. And mm-hmm. so you, and because, because some, and so like in our league that we play, yeah. um, you have one slot that has to be a running back, one slot that has to be a quarterback, one slot that has to be a wide receiver, mm-hmm. one kicker, one tight end. And then we have two slots that are either a wide receiver or a running back. And then one that can be anything or yeah. a, a wide receiver, running back, tight end. Yeah. And so like you might have a team that is mostly fighters. If you had a lot of running backs, I think I do actually, but I have a lot of wide receivers. So my okay. adventuring party is a lot of uh, a lot of rogues and, yeah. and uh, rangers and and then certainly different players are different things. Right. And absolutely. so um, because of their play style, because of the way they they like to work like 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 to for me, uh, Rob Gronkowski is definitely a paladin. Okay. Because he's a big dude. He definitely focuses on the splitting, the blocking and receiving thing. Yeah. But there are other tight ends who just do a lot more blocking. Their their yeah. team doesn't rely on them to be receiving a lot. Or there are teams where the tight end is focusing more like a wide receiver, in mm-hmm. which case you might say that person is a druid or a, or a, um, or a barbarian. Yeah. Whatever it works. Um, and so... And so you would kind of go through and after drafting, you would have an initial game session where yeah. you look at your team and you say, look, I've got all these people and you could just use the name of the players. I think it is a better thing, if it is a do. thing that is true in football that people have awesome, weird football names. I currently have Hooper and Cooper both on my team. <laughs> yeah. And if that's not an Etten, I don't know who is. Yeah. Um, and, and so you would go through and you would just talk about your teams and interpret them in this sort of into this fantasy universe yeah. and talk about how excited you are for them to go adventuring. Exactly. Maybe start setting down some of the things you're intending to go after. Start getting yeah. some of these wagers going things, as yeah. we set up the first, uh, and so then matches. 
Right. And so then how do you, so the, the next question became, how do you interpret the matchups? Because in this universe, they're not oh, actually, right. like, they're not actually adventuring against each other. You're not yeah. fighting each other. And so that's where the sort of the nobles wage, uh, um, the noble wagers, the gentleman's bets, uh, whatever you want to call that, um, come into play. Yeah. And that is, I'm saying, Brandon, um, like, Lord Brandon, my, surely my adventuring party will bring back more gold than yours this week. I mean, seriously, you can't believe that that injured bunch of, of, uh, of halfwits will, will compete half as well in the dungeon as mine. I tell you, Sir James, that, Lord James, that Sir Dell's leg has grown back, and I anticipate actually being able to play him this time. Yeah, and and so then and so that would be the 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 motivating description of what is going on. Why are the two of you paired against each other? Right, um, and then you rotate around to make because because in the way that noblemen want to do, you you, you want to make sure it's fair and that everyone gets to have a bet against somebody. Of course, else. of course. Um, and so then the games occur. Yes, and after the games, you get to sit down and you look at how well did all your players do. Yeah, they score points. Those points are the amount of gold they brought back. Nice. And so maybe your team relies heavily on the quarterback scoring most of your points. So yeah. your wizard is is doing is very is, powerful. Is, is very powerful. They are the one collecting most of the gold. Yeah. Um, because of course, in this scenario, each of your adventurers has some kind of a. a uh, they have their own bag of gold. Yeah. They, so when they, when they clear a room or they are responsible, they claim it for themselves. We don't bother ourselves with how the the adventurers no. kind of, of divvy up not. the gold, but they want to know that they are pulling their weight on this yeah. team, and so they make <laughs> sure because otherwise they're getting because actually they'll get cut, and so they need to make sure that you know that they are the one providing yeah. most of the gold. Absolutely. And so you can talk about that, and and you could if you were doing this in a play by post, you might go through each of your players and rate yeah. them and, and 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 even the players who who weren't who you didn't choose to be on your main adventuring team like they went off and they did some other stuff they don't count for um, the bet they don't count toward the bet but they i mean they're keeping up they're yeah. they're working on their on the side uh, maybe doing some solo adventuring oh, some of them have been having really successful solo adventures <laughs> yeah. it's been making me real sad uh, and so and so then and then because because again they are trying to to bring back and say look how much gold i brought back even just by myself so they can be put, uh, so on, the can be put on the main team because yeah. that's where the glory for them is yeah and so and then and and so that's that's kind of the good parts like yeah. and then ultimately if my will have a number of how much how much gold my adventurers brought back and how much mm-hmm. gold your adventurers brought back and i'll be able to say ah like see i was correct my adventurers did bring back more gold mhm uh, I will be able to buy four horses this week or whatever. <laughs> um, and and then if if there are spectacular moments in of plays in the game, yeah, you could talk about those things. Um, a lot of a lot of the I know the NFL site that I do my work league in yeah. has uh, key moments in the game where like pl- players in your team scored an extraordinary amount of points. Oh, cool! And so you can actually like click on the little dot on the little chart it yeah. gives you, and then it'll bring up the video of what happened. So you can just watch all the cool moments from across all oh, your players. Cool. Um, I got the see NFL if the website is, is much better. Than ESPN's. Is it? Yeah, okay. so much. ESPN is like by far the worst website really? that I've I've seen. Um, I think Yahoo is the best. That's my really? hot take. Yeah. Jeez. Um, but the NFL website is nice uh, okay. because it gives you these videos. And so you go through all of those, those moments and say, what happened here? What was, what, what, what sort of aspect of my, of my player, um, was sort of, was, was the star of this moment. And how can I interpret that into the fantasy universe? Was it just a hail Paylor pass? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
and like they threw a giant fireball or the running back fought off three goblins by themselves. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then you can tell the story of all those things. Yeah. Um, God forbid that any of your players should become injured. Yeah. You would have to explain what caused that injury. What, but what, what fate came to them in the dungeon? What monster bit them? What, what broke them in some way? Odell Beckham Jr. was long dead before the season started. Yeah. <laughs> My clerics have been working full time yeah. trying to revive his corpse. <laughs> Your neck, the, 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 the palace necromancers I working heard, overtime. And, I, and I, I heard a rumor that he may have died again. So, yeah. um, uh, and, and so you could tell the story of how, how like, and you would, and you would boast about how none of your my players are being injured and they are fighting mm-hmm. better and they're they're clearly working better as a team because yeah. they're watching each other's backs, that sort of thing. Um, and th- so through all of this, you're building out this story of what your players are doing and what your adventuring team is going on and yeah. telling the tale of of your this adventuring party. Yeah, but all of the sort of randomness that's in it is being created by actual human beings actually playing mm-hmm. football. I had an idea. Yeah. That is potentially a stupid idea, but I like it. Okay. Because to me, the core thing to D and D that makes me love D and D. And when I think fantasy, I do think D and D most of the yeah. time uh, is magical items. Mm-hmm. And players can sometimes get touchdowns mm-hmm. in the real world. And then it will say like this many yards, Ooh, this many like received, yeah. this many times received and this many touchdowns. And those touchdowns are definitely rolls on a magical item table. Yeah. 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 Um, you could do it as a, how long was the throw that went to the touchdown or how long was Ooh. their run? Um, yeah. And that would be the number that would be on the, the, the roll of whatever 50. Yeah. Uh, and that would be, and, and so most, and most of know, them would be scoring low number, uh, magical items, but in how, the, well, how many weeks are there? 16. Because you could go level one treasure, uh, level two treasure, okay. level three yeah. treasure. And so it's the number of yards on the run or on the receiver, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And, uh, then just one, one item from that and just yeah. go through with the roll on it. Yeah. And then, so you could describe how they, he found a pair of shackles <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and so that, that helps you. Uh, and so that's good. I like that because what I was looking for is more things that, that use the, the random numbers generated by the players yeah. and the things they do to generate story. Yeah. And so actually I like bringing in magical items. That's really good. Um, and maybe, um, well, cause quarterbacks, will always be involved usually yeah. in the, the, the touch uh, in the touchdown. Um, I think they don't score points in fantasy if they hand the ball to a running back and the running back runs it in. Yeah, I think so. I think so it's they probably on throws, but if they, maybe the, the, um, the, uh, it was something there, maybe like the, 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 the distance they throw is their, the role, their role for a magic yeah. item. And some other statistic is the, the player's role, or maybe they both get the same role and then you just, yeah. you add a modifier or something. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, your chances of having the quarterback that threw it to the exact correct person. Yeah, that's I mean, true, I mean, yeah. Probably, I mean, my guess happen. is pretty low. I'm sure it happens sometimes. Yeah, I mean, in our my league... My team's I, all over the place. Yeah, and that's the thing that's weird about fantasy football is it is all over the place. Like, yeah. you have a quarterback, but very rarely is your quarterback actually throwing to a player you yeah. have. I do have both Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady, so that okay. does happen for me a little bit. Yeah. And two years ago, I had I had Tom Brady and... Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman. So I had like half the Patriots <laughs> team on my, on my fantasy league and I did very well that year. And, and so you are a evil aligned party yeah, is what you're of telling course, us. Of course, of course, of <laughs> yeah. course. Um, and, 
and so I kind of just had this like it's a very interesting idea. Um, and the only and so then the other thing that I've sort of been thinking about is that maybe you could actually you could keep up your own tally of yeah. So so if every week your players are scoring points and they are bringing mm-hmm. back gold to you, yeah. you could add that to a running tally of gold that you've earned. Oh yeah, and then you could use that gold to in your wagers to actually throw a number down and say, I'll wager you this many gold yeah. that my players will win. And then you could match or, or under ball or low ball or whatever, whatever it is, that, yeah. whatever it is, and, or try to raise the ah. stakes and you would actually like pass gold back and forth. And I, and so I, I'm not sure that I really want to add a, a sort of coin system to this, Okay, but maybe. Um, and, and then because then the extent of that is that, um, in in regular fantasy football, you pick up players off of the bench uh, yeah. or that are that are just on the waiver wire, yeah. or you might propose a trade to another player, um, and and so like in the case of in real life, I have offered uh, in our league our friend Troy of mm-hmm. uh, Cipher Speak podcast. Yeah, uh, which we haven't plugged in a little while, so <laughs> I wanted true. to bring that up. It had been like there were th- like three episodes in a row that we plugged yeah. them every week, but um, now it's been a little. And while. so I'd offered him a, a trade of two players, yeah, and he was like, uh, he didn't really like that trade, and he he counter offered me a different trade, yeah. of those two players as well as a couple others and a guest spot and a guest spot, <laughs> and maybe you are just um, and so, so in regular fantasy football, you're looking at the worth of the players, yeah, but in this world, maybe you could say we could somehow translate the the value, the ranking of the player into a, a like a cost, like a gold yeah. value, and I could say I will trade you this this player and this gold um, for the player. Yeah, I mean, we could even just do it that whoever has the most gold at the end of the game wins. Yeah. And or, so you could just whatever yeah, someone wants, whatever how, trade someone wants to make. Yeah. So most fantasy leagues play where you do all the matchups and you get a uh, like a you get your 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 standings. Yeah. And at the end, you have the top four people and they play two sets of matches to okay. do the the finale. But yeah. but a couple of my friends at work do do a league that is just points based. Yeah. And you just play sixteen weeks, and at the end, yeah. whoever has the most points wins. So you could do it that way. Or the person who wins the final thing. Yeah. Like when you get to those final four, those are the adventuring parties that are on their feet and ready to face the yeah. final deep yeah. darkness. The dungeon. And now they're working as a as a team. Oh, that's but interesting. But you're losing the teams as they go through and you have one team that stands up against yeah. the dark god and yeah, takes you them could, down. You could at that Mm, as an interesting alternative, like co-op version, if you didn't want to just yeah. do the gentleman's bets, you could say um, that at the end of at the end of the regular season yeah. of your fantasy game, like that, that now it's time to go fight the the dragon, yeah, and assign some sort of hit point value to the dragon, mm, and yeah. that every point your players score instead instead of being gold collected is damage done to, to the, the dragon. dragon. Okay. And then of course, if you start with four play four teams, two of the teams two get knocked out up. because they get and and everyone has to retreat, but then they go back next week to fight the dragon again and the dragon still has lo- a lower amount of health and then and only one team can only, take the glory, yeah. but they might not at that. Yeah. And so I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot too. That's so, cool. I like that. Definitely. And so at the end you have, and maybe you, and so you have a sort of a, a dual thing of, mm-hmm. of only one team really is going to come out of it still like together. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe you don't even defeat, you don't defeat the dragon. Like you still yeah. have to have a sufficiently high scoring set of Final games match, yeah. to, um, to, uh, to, yeah, to win. Yeah. And so, but so maybe they've, and so like ideally you'd want to be that, that team that wins, comes out on top and the dragon is defeated. Yeah. Because then you can say, I'm the nobleman who supported this team that went on to kill the dragon. Yeah. Even when all other teams failed. 
Exactly. And then the next year, uh, you try depending again. upon whether the dragon well, you, change, you rotate <laughs> out the boss yeah. or not. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if that if if that year you don't defeat the dragon, you definitely have to come back the next year and fight the dragon again. We reclaim the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if you do defeat the dragon, then you have to pick a new boss. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think of your opponent giving you the scenario that your adventures are going into? Okay, I like that. Not necessarily in terms of like like setting up any additional mm-hmm. challenge or numbers to mess with or anything just like, like yeah. that. Just saying like they you are, and I are playing are right defining, this week. Yeah. And so, okay, so as part of the bet I say um you say uh, you have you say I have the best adventurers and I say oh yes prove it take them to the lich's lair mm-hmm. and send them down deep and then you say ah well you you send in uh, your your uh, adventurers motley to crew, your motley crew to the, yeah to the marshes of madness yeah because <laughs> everything because I, I always <laughs> marsh madness is a different thing uh, okay <laughs> we'll get to that later marsh madness would be the same thing it would just be changing the positions yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, have to make a whole series of fantasy fantasy games. <laughs> we just we'll change we'll redo this episode every time it gets to that season <laughs> and replace football basketball <laughs> and any of the jokes yeah. jamming on the net. I think that LeBron will be healthy again. <laughs> They've been my necromancers. I've been working on his arm. <laughs> curling <laughs> but so okay simone I, so biles I do, so i do like that that it is a it is a oh my god we, the olympics please <laughs> we have to we have to figure out a way okay maybe we can yeah um but so i like the idea that yeah, i like that idea a lot that you as the opponent set what adventure they are going into yeah you set the framework for the story they tell you yeah and then they tell because that way because it's it sucks it's the sega principle i think it's paul sega uh he was uh one of the writers back in the forge days uh, and he kind of created this one of these principles of RPG design mm-hmm. that you don't solve the puzzle that you made. Okay. That if you that make the sense. problem, you can't solve it. So if the player is creating a problem, then they can't solve it because that's boring. Maybe, maybe I don't know if that if the idea of buying players off each other's off each other with an actual currency works. Yeah. But how do you feel about the idea that if you win? Or or maybe if you lose or something like that. I, I, I like the idea of trading and forcing yeah. trading to be more than just um, do the two players want to engage in a trade. I like the idea yeah. that because they've won, they maybe get to pick a player off their team. Okay. Um, and so maybe I get if I, if we if I win our matchup if, because I've I've won the bet, I get a, I get the gold my players uh, earn, and also yeah. I get to pick a player off your team. I have to trade you a player from my team. But yeah. I could see it. It might lead. I mean, like on the one hand, it would potentially lead to weakening teams and yeah. strengthening other yeah, teams, yeah, yeah. which kind of works for that end battle idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but it also could snowball really. I mean, I f- could see fantasy that. football I could see already snowballs pretty hard. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's something interesting we can think about. Yeah, definitely. It might be something we have to just try. The problem with this game is that you can really only run play tests of it about, about once, once a year. A year. Yeah. <laughs> and then wait until the next year. Although I was looking at the ESPN app. It has like they have every major back, yeah. sport. So well, you, no, no, I just mean like, oh, you, could play, too, yeah. like you could play soccer, baseball, hockey. Yeah. I mean, or you could also... I mean, the data is just there. You could go back. You could you could do manually draft a team, and go back in time and say, 
I mean, I think it's less fun, but you don't have to play it live. The data for what happened in each of those games and how many points they scored exists. You could do a draft and say, we are going to play the 2015 season. And then then just go through every time you have a play session, go through week by week and say, you can go back and look up what each of those players did. That's true. That month or that week. Um, That data is there. You could play that way if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't think... It wouldn't be as fun. I don't think you'd want to, yeah. But, like, you know, I think, honestly, uh, I think football matches very nicely for an adventuring party. Yeah. But there's really nothing that would prevent you from doing other sports. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, because baseball and soccer and basketball mm-hmm. all have fan- vibrant fantasy yeah. sport leagues. The Really, the key, again, hockey is Hockey has one, hockey. theoretically. Yeah. Um, but who would watch that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, really, the theory is anywhere you have people who are paying attention to sports, collecting data about what those players are doing every week, you have a random number generator that can help you tell a story. Well, yeah, because there are bizarre fantasy leagues that are completely unrelated to sports. Yeah. Uh, There's Fantasy Congress. Yeah. uh, I played a little bit of for a little while. I was in a fantasy uh, movie studio thing for a while. Okay. You drafted movies and then earned money for all the dollars they grossed. There's there's like fantasy Game of Thrones that, depending upon how the characters in Game of Thrones do, okay. you get points. Yeah, that uh, that very directly translates to a fantasy game. <laughs> that that might just that might not make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little dumb. But My fighter king <laughs> fought the dragon Ned. this week. <laughs> well, I guess the other thing you could do with this also is it doesn't necessarily have to be fantasy. Oh, true. Um, you, this sort of thing uh, ma- maps really well, but you could also interpret these people as different uh, masks, playbooks, or true. different sort of um, starfighters in a Battlestar Galactica. Coming back to that again, yeah. Um, you have uh, appliances a team, uh, yeah. in uh, My Little Toaster. Not My Little Toaster. Brave little toaster. My little toaster. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a toasty. toasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's bad. I think it would actually be a brosty. A brosty. Because a broster. you got bro at the beginning of it. Oh, yeah, because pony ends in yeah. in knee. So, yeah, it would be brosters. <laughs> brosters. brosters. <laughs> Oh, that's a yeah. bad bit, but I love it. Yeah, most brosters are men rapidly approaching 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> some of them are, are toasters, some of them are vacuum cleaners, some of them are hot blankets. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. All of those different things. Um, what is your toastona? <laughs> <laughs> this has gotten really far off track, but, but yeah, so really yeah, any, but, okay, but hold on. What's your toastona? <laughs> Mine's a cappuccino maker. <laughs> Probably the vacuum cleaner. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so football. That's the sound of me being sad. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so any anything where like, I actually really liked it as a as a team of of like a like a Justice League. Here's yeah. your team of heroes, and this is yeah. how and like the different things they do, and then they fight big monsters every week, or they fight bad guys on different alternate dimensions. Yeah, or in different cities. There's different different cities, and you get to yeah. choose the villain that I face this week. Ooh, and, true. And then we talk about the tale of how we fought the certain villain, and and what happened, and how did that villain injure the player? Or, yeah, um, that would be cool. So how how do you think is how do you most picture this game being played? I, I see it in two different ways. Uh, yeah, and I think we're probably in the same. We're thinking of the same two different we're ways. We're in the same ballpark. In the same ballpark. 
football stadium. Um, the same football is that park I think stadium. The, I think the easiest and simplest way yeah. is a sort of play by post. Yeah, I think so too. Most, and, and maybe even not play by post, but the maybe simplest thing chat. would be the chat. Most most yeah. fantasy leagues have some kind of crappy chat. Yeah. Um, or if you just like, we have you a could, Discord have channel. A Discord, yeah. Um, and so you could have different channels for each player mm-hmm. so you could talk about where you would get to post about your own team then a group channel where you could talk trash at each other yeah um that basically carries over straight from fancy, fancy trash <laughs> um and and i think the more fun way but but certainly a harder and more uh time intensive way is, is to, a podcast is a, well a podcast or just actually hang out with your friends oh yeah once a week and and if you are not close together or group of people who regularly yeah. watch football together getting together once a week to talk about football might be kind of uh i don't know hard yeah but certainly be, if you might be hard or it might be really other. nice yeah i mean like if, if you regularly don't see your friends now you've got an excuse to get together once a week yeah and it's time limited yeah so you don't have to get together once a week forever yeah yeah. Just sixteen weeks. Just sixteen weeks. Um, but yeah, so I think I think in person we could. I think I think I think I would like to try it as a podcast at some point. Yeah. Once everything else has settled down. Yeah, I think it could be a lot of fun. I think it would be a little weird, but I think it could be fun. Yeah, you might not get to spend time with everybody every week. Yeah. But you could pick a player, or you could even pick who are the winners every week. Yeah. And talk about the winners, or talk about the person who scored the most points, or talk about mm-hmm. the person who scored the least points, or whatever. You could some some method of methodology or, of choosing. Or each character gives a five minute summary of what happened with their adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think even that could be something that could work, just like uh, with zero editing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's interesting because there is a lot of football in it. Yeah. But there is also a lot of, of just a fantasy storytelling. Yeah. I'm slowly talking myself into this podcast next year, James. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, again, it is a, it is a, it's a tall ask of, yeah. for a lot of people because they have to be into football yeah. and they have to be into fantasy football. And they have to be into both of those. And then also storytelling. And also storytelling and all three yeah. of those enough to want to do it every single week between Tuesday and Wednesday at yeah. latest. Um, and so, so what I've done recently is so yeah. I, I had been sort of sitting on the how to interpret things part of this game for a while, trying to figure out yeah. what, what classes that I want to be, which, which, um, positions I had originally tried to say that the mascot should try to inform the race of the player. Yeah. Um, and so that you would know that like a player from the giants would be a giant yeah. ranger or whatever. And I think that was just too difficult. Yeah. That, that only um, goes so far. Limiting it to the defensive mercenary team, I think yeah. works and it's kind of funny. Um, but in every other way, let's letting you choose what your player is based off of their own personality or their name or whatever. I mean, th- yeah, I think with the teams, we also have to be a little bit careful because yeah. there are some, there's some of a them, team, some of them that are not the great. That's, that's, that's awful and should have been changed years ago. And yeah. come on, it's 2017. I'll fight you. Yeah. Um, uh, strong. Agree. And your team sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Um, but so one of the things I need to do next is I, I actually, this is why I went back and I read the actual text of the adventures of, or the extraordinary adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah. Which I, I actually have see. not done. It's very good. It's a very well-written book. There is, yeah. like I said, there are two pages, uh, on character creation that boil down to write your name on the top of the paper and that's it. Why would <laughs> you do any more character creation? But it's very good. And it's all told from the point of view of in that sort of old timey, um, yeah. 20,000 leagues into the sea style of yeah. narration where it's sort of second person where the person is the person who is literally writing the book is writing in the first person, but they are transcribing the words of this Baron who is telling right. the story ab- about their life yeah. and this game that he plays with his friends. 
uh, with his nobleman friends. It's a good game. It is a very good game. And so we and so and so I'm kind of looking at the framework of how they wrote this game because my concern was that it's kind of just a framework for how to tell a story. And there wasn't a lot of text yeah. there. And so yeah. I wanted to make sure that I gave I, I that I build a thing, a document that has enough flavor to it that you can kind of get the sense of what you're supposed to be telling. Exactly. And, then, and maybe I'll spend some time uh, and go through some of my own fantasy leagues and, and tell the story of some of my fantasy matchups. Yeah. Uh, to give some examples. There's a lot of examples in the Baron Munchausen book. Yeah. One thing I, I think that you mentioned, but I may have been talking over you super rudely, is that the players' names is an awesome place to get some additional information about who yeah. that character is. Yeah, yeah, because because that is a thing that is true about about most football players is that they have really interesting names and that they can often like. I think we had initially joked that um, Prince of Mukamara. Would yeah. have to be actually a prince. Prince of Mukamara is absolutely <laughs> clearly a prince <laughs> who has just fallen down in his luck. His yeah. kingdom has been stolen from him, and so of course he is <laughs> adventuring to take back his kingdom. Yeah, uh, I I've been in my mind saying that uh, Rothlisberger is Rock Rothlisberger, and he's a Goliath. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, although I think he's actually a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he's a wizard. So he's a he's a he's always got stone skin on. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. He's a big fan. Um, but yeah, there's so much. And, and that is that is the thing that is cool and evocative. I mean, this, this is the thing that is cool and evocative about football and why yeah. people really like it is that these people are, they are human beings who come from interesting, uh, an interesting and wide variety of backgrounds. Absolutely. Who have interesting life stories and have bigger than life personalities. Anytime that we're watching a Huskers game, there's always these little things where it'll have like one of the players and they'll say who they're from like who, who they are where they're mm-hmm. from and they'll start like telling about their story where where like you know they're they're playing football they were able to go to college because they are on the scholarship yeah. and their, their mom lives out here way in kansas and and my mom will always just be sitting there like like almost <laughs> crying yeah but like you know not quite just because she <laughs> Like it has so much support for these boys. Yeah. Well, you could, and you could almost take that format and do and use that as a way to tell stories about your players. Mm -hmm. Pick one to highlight and tell the story of where they came from and why are they adventuring and what drove them to this and where did you find them? You found them in some tavern and they were down their luck and you said to them that son, I think that you could be great at this and you handed them a sword and (laughs) handed them a sword and a football and and two gold. (laughs) Said get out there and you patted them on the ass and yeah. uh, You patted them on the butt and sent them on their way. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I think I think it's interesting. And I I'm actually thinking uh, that I'm going to bring the text of this to yeah. Metatopia. OK. And try to do it, uh, run it as a focus group and just sort of do what we just okay, did cool, here and yeah. run people through it and talk about it. Yeah. And see if I can get anyone else who is interested or get some feedback on it. So if you are coming to Metatopia, I, it is my intention to try to. Uh, r- pl- uh, whatever, run, playtest the game yeah. just as a focus group. What do you think of looking at our pod- podcast and Pigskins League mm-hmm. and saying to them, hey, for the last six weeks of this, the last eight weeks of it, whatever, do you guys want to open an additional chat channel that we do Maybe. this? 
Um, I was looking, I was thinking about even just opening a new chat channel and saying, I am going to do this. Yeah. Here is the way that I'm going to like, here are the text. Here is this text that I've written. Yeah. Um, if you would like to join me, join me. But if not, I'm just going to engage this Let's solo it. writing experiment. I'm in. Um, and so then, and then I'll try to, I'll try to grab some of that and post that into our discord. Actually, yeah. no, I was going to do it in our discord. Oh, in our um, discord. But, okay. But there is another, but we have our own, we have a, a podcasting discord for, yeah. uh, for this fantasy league. Um, but I might do it in both. Yeah. Um, and so people could come and see that, uh, the kind of stories that we tell. Um, yeah. So it might be interesting. I, I can't, I'm not sure I can commit to it every week. No, me um, neither. Because that could be a lot of writing. Yeah. Uh, but if I have a moment down time here and there, uh, yeah. it'll be a good way to kind of work through some of the early uh, kinks, kinks of how of this work, how this game works. Yeah. Cool. So I guess now you and I both need to look at our teams and figure out who's on them and what they yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the first step. Yeah. So maybe I will, maybe for the show notes for this episode. Um, Ooh, we can put up our rosters. Put up our rosters. And, with like a brief and, description, a brief description of who description they are. Each, yeah. Nice. Exactly. I like it. I think we can do that by next week. So And um, maybe we can include the magic items they would have rolled. Or, or you know what? Or for this week that we're going into that you and I are up mm-hmm. against each other. Yeah. The perfect time to do yeah. so. So we should, we, should, we should at least write a summary of that week at the end of that match um, somewhere in the Discord. And so this is a fourth level adventure right now. Yeah. Should you and I make our wager uh, sure. here on the air? Sure, maybe. Okay. <clears throat> Lord James, my dear friend, I've noticed that your adventurers are a bit uh, slippery on their feet. I thought it might be enjoyable to see how they do in conditions just as slippery. To the frozen north, there's a cave that I have been curious what is within. Would you mind sending your boys on up there, seeing how they do? Well, well found, Lord Brandon. I, I, but I think you will find that my adventuring party uh, will more, more than easily handle the, the, the dangers of the Great Northern Cave. Um, and I, <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> and I challenge your adventurers to head south to the hmm. lost and now found once more ruins of Met Life. <laughs> the ruins of Met Life. I believed those to be a, uh, an exaggeration, a story. <laughs> but if it does exist, then my fellows will find it. <laughs> Very well, then. All Agreed. Right. Agreed. And I shall see you at the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so come talk to us about fantasy football. Uh, yeah, we're definitely. We're both engaged in it now. Um, talk to us about um, storytelling games. Uh, we try to play Baron Munchausen a lot. Yeah. You can find us both on Twitter if you want to come talk to us at Stop Hack and Roll or I'm at and the Meltdowns. And I'm at Dr. Captain Cobalt. You can find episodes, links to some of our games we've been working on and a couple of other little things at stophackandroll.com. You can email us uh, at either James or Brandon at stophackandroll.com. If you like this show and you'd like to give us a rating and review, please feel free to do so on iTunes. It really helps others find our show. And the way the algorithms work, five-star ratings really boost us up in a huge way. Yep. And it lets us know what you like and do not like about the show uh, so that we can improve or keep doing what you like. Yeah, absolutely. We make this podcast and our other podcasts with the support of patrons like Rob Harvey, V. Brower, Declan Chadbourne, Chad Owen, Blake Ryan, Anthony Nomorosa, Ryan, Troy Pitchelman, Richard Croats Landry, Riverhouse Games, Randy Lubin, Nick Clark, Robert Kosick, and Rob Abrazado. If you can't support us financially, we understand that. Um, we like more than anything for you to come and support our community. Come be part of the community. Um, come talk to us about football. Come join our 
uh, Discord, which you can find at either tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or by going to discord.stophackandroll.com. If you'd like to hear another show on the network, check out Protean City Comics, a new actual play podcast of Masks and New Generation by Magpie Games. Yep, it will be released every Wednesday, uh, every week. So if you are dying for Stop, Hack, and Roll style content, uh, but you always wished we you could hear us roleplay superheroes, and every week <laughs> your uh, very specific... Uh, and imaginative uh, dreams are about to come true. As you're moving aside your custom metal dice and carefully painted miniatures in order to fill it full of Bud Light and Buffalo Chicken Wings, don't forget to stop, hack, and roll. Um, I forgot your name for a second there. <laughs> um. Welcome to Stop, Hack, and Roll, a podcast where they fought the Battle of Gettysburg. 50,000 men died right here on this field, fighting the same fight that we are still fighting among ourselves today. This green field right here, painted red, bubbling with the blood of young boys, smoking hot lead pouring right through their bodies. Listen to their souls, men. I killed my brother with malice in my heart. Hatred destroyed my family. You listen and you take a lesson from the dead. If we don't come together right now on this hallowed ground, we too will be destroyed, just like they were. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll learn to play this game like podcasters.